What up, everyone, to the latest episodes from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with Nikki. Saludos. Saludos, everyone. Saludos. How's everybody doing? How you doing, bro? I don't know. Hold on. Uh, I think I'm good. Yeah, you good? I'm good. I'm good. Hold on. Me- I gotta, I gotta me- check myself real quick. Hold on. Mental check, mental check. Go. Yep, I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Sweet. Sweet. All right, so... <laughs> How's there? How's everything wow, how's been again? Who, who the hell are you asking for that? I know, right? The couch, <laughs> the chair, the chair, the wall. <laughs> so here's something crazy that I just noticed. What? So yesterday, uh, this week, starting like the beginning of the week, like no, you know what? Last week, late last week, it was okay. actually. I started trying to pick up new shows to watch. I have like I always have my list to show mm-hmm. to watch, and I'm like, let me start watching. There's a show that just came up on uh, Netflix. And I was like, yo, let me just check it. It's called Startup. So I was reading on it a little bit. And it, and it, the way some, the premise is like um, a little, it's like crypto meets startup companies meets corrupted federal agents to mafia, everything integrated, like corporate espionage. The way the the trailers like the synopsis of the show was wow because you had me I'm thinking that you're talking about like a Shark Tank show and then you went into like all this other no, stuff no no yeah it's called Startup it's a drama it's a drama show so I was like oh let me let me start it so I was like it's three seasons I'm like oh that's good because it's it's already, I, established. it's already kind of established and then I play it and the, you know how you usually have an opening scene like who, produ- who produces the show it was is a crackle crackle original it's on netflix and it's a crackle original yes so then i'm like so this came into conversation with myself and thinking i'm like so now their studios or streaming services are picking up original content from not original content from other streaming services that are dead because Crackle's dead. Crackle's well, I mean, I don't know. Like for me, Crackle was like that. Where I, if I wanted to see Joe Dirt, is where I want is why I would go with Crackle. Yeah, that was like the this, only this, reason this, I went to Crackle. These are like, yeah, these are movies that got lost in the ether that are making no money, and you probably watch two ads and they'll cover the the cost of the film. So I was like, okay, so they were at at one point they were at their height when, uh, I know when Netflix was really getting into the groove of things on mm. on the on their streaming services and. Right at that point, the only competition they had was probably Hulu and Redbox. Redbox had like a street uh, for a small time, and and I think Blockbuster tried to do that, but I know Redbox had like a streaming service for a little bit for very very little. But they didn't have anything original. It was all like no, it was all that. Yeah. So at that time, because their their competition was really low, so Crackle got Crackle was already in the game because what they did was like Tubi provided just free movies. All the movies are free, just just their ads in between and like 20 ads within a one hour movie. Mm-hmm. So they started getting more people, more ads and more funding through that. So I guess they started, decided to do original content, original, uh, but you know the- through Sony with Sony. Cause it wait, was- crackle and Sony now. Yeah, it was crackle. It was a- it- at first, if the first season was crackle, a crackle original. And then the lot that I'm- I just started the third season, the last season that they just had on. And, um, it was crackle slash Sony original so i guess sony picked up on the third season mm-hmm. and the show had a good cast it had adam brody it had um uh morgan freeman now uh uh right morgan freeman i don't know now more martin the, freeman he was from the hobbit the the lead role in the hobbit the what who from the, the movie the hobbit 
No, I'm saying, but who in the Hobbit? The lead, the person, the uh, Bilbo. And the, the Hobbit? Hobbit. You mean the British guy from the Hobbit? The movie, The Hobbit. I know the Hobbit. Yeah, him. I'm just saying that him. He was and and the uh, guy. That's what I'm saying. But that's the guy from like uh, uh, um. He was in. He was Black in so Panther. Many, yeah, him. Yeah, that is a huge differential for Morgan Freeman. I thought that was. His name. I, knew, I thought <laughs> no, but I thought that was his name, Martin Freeman, Morgan Freeman, something <laughs> Freeman. I know I said Morgan Freeman. I, I had to rethink it, but his name is like, I think it's Martin Freeman okay. and, and Ron Perlman. They okay. pulled onto this cast. I was like, damn, that's a that's a strong cast of these actors, and they. So I'm like, so this just came into the to the conversation with myself. I was like, what else are they gonna pull? Like they're gonna start pulling. Other dead, other dead streaming services. But you know so, what that's like. Okay, this is like when you're telling me this whole thing. I'm, all I'm thinking about is, it's like somebody coming on TikTok with like 400 videos, but then you look at the videos and said original original content from Vine. <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah, no, you don't no, have original real. content. Like, it's not, from, it's not original. You're not TikTok. Okay, you're just transferring a video type from something that was popular 15 years ago, or something like that. Yeah. And trying to pull it off like it's a TikTok video. No, it doesn't work that way. No. But I think it probably wasn't part of the contract. It's like, well, you can have it, but you need to put Crack Original at at the beginning of it. So It's just so funny because I'm like, can you imagine? The, like, It's always funny when you see like really big actors that's not Nicolas Cage doing a really like low-budget movie. Because you're like... Yeah. How did you get into this? Like you should be making, you should be making more on royalties than you made in this one movie. Yeah, pretty much. But sometimes they just do it for the fun of it. And they just enjoy acting and working with other actors and everything else. That's so funny though. I just like right? no, but it's. I mean, I know because people people swear by stuff like you. We make fun of Crackle, but I'm sure there was people that swear by that. I did for a bit. Cause like so- I said, the only thing I ever used Crackle for, I had Crackle on my like computer or I had Crackle account. But for the most part, I just felt like I used it to watch um, Joe Dirt. Yeah, that's like the only the, movie the, I really kind of like want to watch on there. That the was Joe on Dirt there. level movies that that just Not even level just Joe Dirt specifically. Like <laughs> I, like that's one of those movies that was really low budget, and but when you watched it, you loved it. Yeah, but I don't know. Like I, I couldn't think of any other movie or TV show that was like, oh man, I gotta watch that on there. It's like uh, right now with me is Peacock. Yeah. Like I get the office is on there, but other than office or other than my ability that I was able to watch that whole Save by the Bell series that started up again, I have no purpose for Peacock. Well, they have Harry Potter on it now. The movies? Yeah. Well, so does HBO Max. No, not anymore. In HBO they Max. removed it? Yep. Mm. Yeah, so they're they're on they're on uh Peacock now. I guess they only had it for a limited time on HBO Max. I I, I think it was like they had it right when they re, like they opened up the, yeah, yeah. the, the stream. He's like, we have Harry Potter series. And then like a month in, I'm like, we don't have the Harry Potter series anymore. <laughs> yeah. But it's crazy. But let's get into some topics. What's up? All right. So the first one was that one of the biggest ones that we, and we've been diving into a lot was the Powerpuff Girls CW series that was supposed to come up. And, and the biggest thing that we were talking about is like, are they going to have nubs for hands? Oh my gosh! Because of the cartoon, so like we we wanted we want them to be cartoon accurate. That wasn't the case at all, bro. That wasn't the the way that they came out with this. All right, so first of all, Mm -hmm. let's put it like this: it was not going to be called Powerpuff Girls. It was going to be called like Toonsville or Chemical X. 
that was the name. Of, it was going to be the name of the show. So I'm already messing it up. It's already messing up by the ti- by the title itself. But on top of that, like everything else, um, with it, it 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 was horrible. Like first they they, they said they got a, they had a catchphrase that says "get puffed." <laughs> why? But why? Like. It's already kind of the whole point is the cor- the show was corny, but it was awesome. Like you loved it, but then you're gonna add on to the corniness, like, yeah. And then try to change it. Like that's one thing I don't like when they do reboots like this. It's like you either have the spirit of the original content or you have the original content. Period. I felt like based on especially all these conversations I've had with you and other people about what's gonna be on the show is like they really weren't trying to keep any of it. Yeah, they changed everything. So like, so. So the, this is like when they're already in their early twenties, early twenties, right? Yeah, they're, they're young adults. Yeah. So like the from they had released like scripts mm-hmm. of the pilot and everything that was around it and like how the scenes were cut sh- are gonna be shot. So here's here's a breakdown of each of the girls only. So then they had Buttercup, who was still a vigilante, and she was still fighting crime without the other two sisters. So she's Raphael from the Good Turtles. Pretty much. Yeah. So then next you have, uh, what was her name? Bubbles? Yeah. So the blonde one. Um, so she was, she became like an internet sensation. Like TikTok, Instagram. Mm-hmm. She she was like one of those models that you see. But then at the, when she got home, she was like lonely. And she was like really depressed. Because she didn't have her sisters with her. And then the other one was... Um, Bubbles, Buttercup, and um, what was the third one's name? I'm trying to remember. Blossom. Blo- no, Bubbles, Buttercup, and yeah, Blossom. Yeah, what do you mean? No. No, no. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm like, I think I've said it in my head twice and, and it didn't come through. <laughs> so, like, yeah, Blossom being the leader, she uh, she went rogue and she just went on her own. Like, she said she she hated the situation of, like, they, they were created... Just to fight crime twenty four hours a day. She they they had like they had a scene of a flashback scene that telling uh, the professors like oh I want to be a real girl, like almost like Pinocchio type shit. Mm-hmm. So like that alone, it just changed the whole spectrum. And then I think she was also, which I don't even care why they they have it as an issue that she was bisexual. But then they had comments of like saying that the professor would sleep around with all the assistants. And everything else, like, like, oh, he's hoeing around and stuff. <laughs> you know, okay, so, like, okay, so, because I remember people talking about it. They, how to put this, they could have made something original, but instead of making something original with the original content that they have that they can do, they decided to essentially make uh, Umbrella Academy. Yeah. That I mean, that's literally the storyline of Umbrella Academy. That has nothing to do with the original content of the the, the Pop Up Girls because they weren't they weren't one they weren't created to fight crime. They were actually accidentally created. Yeah. That literally the whole opening of the show is he wanted to make three daughters. He just wanted to have three daughters. He didn't give a crap that they fought crime. He accidentally put the the chemical X. That's yeah. like the opening of every episode, and so that has like nothing to do with like that premise that you're referencing. And um, based on the storyline, they literally are ripoffs of uh, Umbrella Academy. One being uh, uh, like a celebrity, the other one still uh, honoring what her father taught her and fighting crime. Like, you know, that's what is it? Uh, um, I forgot the names of the characters from uh, from um, Umbrella Academy, but that's literally that. Klaus. 
Well, not Klaus. Klaus is kind of the, the the one that kind of veers off and drugs up, but definitely the one with the voice, the influential voice that becomes a movie star. The violin? No, not her. No, she becomes she comes up later. Um, no, the one that ends up with the monkey body, and that he's loyal to his father, so he goes to the moon, whatever. Ben. I forget, but yeah, probably. That's what I'm saying. Those oh, Space are, Boy, Space, Space Boy. Boy. But that's what I'm saying. Those are literally characters from un, from uh, um, oh, Umbrella and the, Academy. And the, the rumor. Yeah, rumor, rumor. a yeah. Ben, and then um, the the one that keeps on the the one that uh, kind of goes off on their own and tries to live their own life. I mean, it could be almost any of them. But what I'm saying is, they literally are just the white violin is the one that just sticks with because she stayed at the house. She so. stayed at the house, but she was never used for anything. Um, Space Boy was still used to fight crime stuff like yeah. that. And then um, number five, Rumor was the one that celebrity one, and then. I'm like I said, either way, even if they don't really have one that kind of excommunicated, which I'm sure most Diego? of them, ex- Diego, I guess, excommunicated. Yeah. Um, but I mean, almost any of them could have just put in that category of excommunicating from the from the father and the family. But that's what I'm saying. But it's literally Umbrella Academy. Like they're like, well, Umbrella Academy is popular. Let's just make that same story, but with this. Yeah. That's exactly what they they feel like they're trying to make. And then the thing is, based on what I remember, we were talking about the the comments in the. The scripts that were leaked that they're supposedly not going to go with. Yeah. It was going to be worse because they were going to make them raunchier or like, you know, it, it's going to be like heavy and, and like innuendos and innuendos and sexual comments. And I'm yeah. not I'm not approved or anything. It's just why? Like, why would that be necessary? Like for a show like this, especially because it's, it basically it seems like a WB show. They're going to take content that we know and just use the names and then just make it into a teen drama like every other show that WB has. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I love WB shows, but at the same time, I'm like, you don't have to do it with this one. Like, this one could be, I mean, uh, you know what would be would be cool? Like, do you remember uh, Bubble Boy? Yes. Like, do you remember Bright and Shiny? Yeah. The girls could be like them. Like, super cheery, super kind of naive to everything, but, like, you still like them. And, like, they're probably introduced into the real world maybe a little bit better. So, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, you can make it very cheesy. Like, yeah. Just lean into it. Um, were, but were, I just were, felt like they're just going to make it into a WB show. Yeah. Which, like, and they were trying to do um, Buttercup. the No. Uh, yeah, Buttercup. the Like, Hushy was, like, still fighting crime. But it was going to be, like, ultra violent. Like, it was going to come across, like, Teen Titan. Like, the Teen Titan movie. The show. The Teen the Titan yeah, show. Like that type of violence in it, so I'm like they're they're trying to go way off the rails from something that that origin ori- was kind of like a cheesy kind of wholesome, but a little. I would dark have understood. I would have understood if they would have done the same idea, or if they would have been like a reimagining of Powerpuff Girls if their the intention of the professor was to create crime fighters, right? If mm-hmm. they would have been like we're do we're not rebooting it, we're doing a reimagining if. It, it, like a what if what if professor was not intentioned was not his intention was not to create daughters but to create female fighters at a very young age and develop them from them then then there you you're you're like all right i have the idea of like how the kids would have been as uh, imagining as a cartoon but they're not going with it they're not they're not their intention originally was not to go like their intention was to go with the name the premise the idea and they fucked up on the outcome on the first pilot if their intentions from the beginning is like we're not going to do that we're taking the concept of what would have been to create something from scratch 
and turned into something darker, then I would have been like, okay, because now we don't have a reference. Now they already to- pre-told us. We're already, um, we're already told like this is not gonna be what you expect from what would be a Powerpuff See, but okay, TV show. But I've said this. Sorry, I've said this before. Where if you're going to make a reimagined idea, I love that. I support that. But don't use the exact same title and names and everything. The reason I say that is because you, if you're going to tell a new story, then tell a new story. But when you in, introduce it like an old story that we know and then try to give a new story, then you're just going to get people that are upset because you create an expectation and then your whole point is to uh, uh, subserve, like uh, to go beyond the expectation. So yeah. you're just going to create friction and people that don't like it and, and doesn't get accepted properly. Or even people that might like it, but they don't end up liking it because you promise them, you know, chocolate and then you give them vanilla. You know, like, dude, just tell them it's going to like, like I'm telling you, if they would have just never went through all this whole thing where they went into the backstory, like, oh, man, we're going to do Powerpuff Girls. They literally just did not introduce that. They're like, listen, we're doing a show and they called it something like that. Maybe not maybe not Chemical X because that's a little too on the nose. Yeah. But something like that. Some some small reference where it's like Get oh puffed. Wait, something. Something <laughs> where it's like, you know, where there's tongue tongue in cheek, you know, to almost uh so PPG or something like right, whatever, yeah. right? Where it's almost like influenced, but you don't really know that it's like like that. So when you're watching you're like, "Oh, snap." That is a pop up. Like when you that discovery in the show would have been a great thing. Like that's awesome, you know. But when you try to sell that you're bringing back the pop up girls, and then you tell them it has nothing to do with the pop up girls or nothing what you think the pop up girls was like, then people don't know what they're gonna watch. They're gonna be like, "Well, I don't, don't want to watch this. Like this isn't like I don't know what they're introducing because now they're telling me it was pop up girls and it's not." Yeah. I don't know. It just bothers me when they do that. Like, um, like I, the only reason I think uh, uh, um, the Archie comic one did well, like one, I didn't even know it was Archie comic when they first Riverdale. Came I didn't know that was like exactly because Riverdale doesn't spring automatically to Archie. Archie, yeah, yeah, and so and then Archie itself is a is such an old comic that you bring it back. There's not going to be like a huge hardcore fan base yeah, with it. It's over. It's over like thirty years old, fifty years old. Yeah, yeah. it's really it's pretty old. Um, so people are kind of a little bit open to any kind of storyline you bring, but yeah. Powerpuff Girls is still technically less I mean, than twenty. Yeah, less than twenty, less than fifteen, probably. I don't know, but it's just people still have this expectation built on it. Yeah. And again, you have that issue. Like if they would have gone to older content, maybe people would have been more open because it would have been an older like situation. Like, because okay, so contradicting myself probably from when we we're talking about Red Sonia, which I didn't understand why they did it. Um, I think I mentioned it back then too. If they would have called it something else, it would have been better. But yeah, people don't remember none of that stuff. Like if you're gonna go based on the movies, people don't probably remember Red Sony in the movies at all. Yeah. And they would have been better off you like just like Riverdale, just naming something else. Um, something reference to the comics or something reference to the character. But I don't know. When you start bringing back stuff like GI Joe, I think GI Joe is such an iconic thing. And I was watching like a lot of uh, background on the characters. Yeah, there's a lot of depth to that. It's weird. There's a lot yeah. of depth to GI Joe. So for it to be such a superficial, because when the toys came out, they, they gave they gave a huge backstory to each figure that came out with them. Dude, I was yeah. like, wow. I, th- I think I, I if I'm not mistaken. All right, here's another thing. Uh-huh. I, if I'm not mistaken. I think a few of them 
that that they created were from actual le- real life heroes that they try to pull their story into that okay. figure. If I'm not mistaken, I could be completely wrong. Somebody, I think somebody told me that once, and I think it kind of stuck. But yeah, a lot of the figures had they had like a whole story in the back. I remember. Yeah, it was. I was watching the movies or or like this kind of brief synopsis on each one of them. Like one Cobra Commander, there was such a rich backstory to who he was. Um, and then he was part of like a possibly another race of people that were like disfigured and all this stuff, but they were like gods or whatever at the time. Or there was another, there was one guy who, I don't know if you remember, he used to wear like this huge Cobra, uh, helmet above, like, you know how Cobra opens up his sides when yeah. he's about to strike? Yeah. So that was his helmet. And I'm like, I started, his backstory was that he was genetically made to be the perfect leader based on all these different DNAs. And I'm like, that's crazy. I love that stuff. Like, <laughs> But they don't, none of those people were discussed. None of those people was brought up. And it bothers me. It's like, why wouldn't you make such a rich story? You just made it super shoot 'em up y. Yeah, true. I feel you. But that's what I'm saying. But that's what they do is like, they're like, well, people know this stuff. I mean, we don't have to go into the detail of who they were, but let's just make a really kind of action shoot 'em up because people are going to recognize the name. Yeah. <laughs> that's literally all. And that's what pisses me off about like stuff like that in Hollywood. Like, you can make a great movie. You can take good, rich stories, but instead, you're just going to be like, let's stamp this name on it, get the super cheesy, quick action movie storyline that we got in the background that we probably made for some movie that we never decided to make and put that name on it, and we're going to go. That's yeah. that instant, you know, million dollar. That's why I'm kind of happy the movie theater is not as popular as it used to be because that's how they used to base a successful movie. The how much they made the opening weekend, yeah. But the problem is, opening weekend doesn't really tell you the movie was good, it just tells you the movie was well marketed, yeah. So, you know, what I'm saying so, like, now, like, people have to judge movies based on how good they are because it's on Netflix and stuff, you know. Like, uh, I was watching something about uh Zack Snyder's uh Justice League and if it was successful or not, and the backstory of how they they gauged it, even though it never went to theater, was amazing. Like. The website would like almost shut down the website in a couple of countries. Yeah, like so many new subscribers just to watch it. So many people, you know, pulled. So many people online. Like it's because it had a lot of traction for over a year. So the marketing on that alone, that's no marketing was good. But I'm saying, but even if let's say for example, the one that me and you loved, I think is number three or four, uh, the Mitchells versus uh, Machine. But that didn't really have any marketing. Remember, it was supposed to be canceled. It was supposed to be nobody watching it. It was be shelved and came out. Exactly. But because it was so good of a movie, people decided it was good enough. And now it's got this huge traction. Yeah. It's getting a lot more traction. I'm hearing more posts about it. But that's what I'm saying. That's how. That's why I like that most movies are going to streaming now versus movie theater. Because yeah. now you can judge the success of a movie based on how good the movie is. Not just, is it like shoot a muppy? Yeah, I know that that the Quiet Place two opened up with fifty eight million this opening weekend, which I'm still I'm still kind of shocked about because yeah. even my friend decided to uh, told me he went to go watch um, another movie this weekend, and I'm thinking okay maybe the movie theaters are building up again, but then he goes no it was dead, and I'm like okay so I don't know how that movie got so, so much, much traction. Work. I mean the Quiet Place one was great, and I was waiting for part two. Literally, it was supposed to come out the weekend before all everything, everything shut down. down. Yeah. So. And to, oh, you know what? And something mm-hmm. else I just want to mention, uh, talking about uh, uh, Zack Snyder mm-hmm. was uh, we reviewed last week. Was it uh, what's the name? Army of the Dead. Army of the Dead. Yeah. And I find out afterwards that that Tig uh, Notaro was digitally 
Oh my... yeah, I was uh, I was discussing this with a lot. In fact, I, I knew I about it the, it. Day, the new the day that we were talking about. It, I knew about it, and in my head, I'm like, I forgot to mention it. But yeah, it was. It's actually impressive because it wasn't. I, I heard that he the the character was digitally put in there. Yeah. But then I found out later on that no, the the character wasn't just put in there. The character was put in there to replace somebody else. Chris Delia. Yeah. Because so... he was he was in the middle of like a lot of sexual allegations at the time. Yeah. So they didn't want to attach because the whole canceling him out. They didn't want to attach his name or his his likeness into the movie, so they were like, "Let we need to find somebody that fills that role." And she, one, she fucking did amazing. She yeah, was like she my, killed it. She she was my favorite character that was never really ever in the movie. Oh, and what was movie. it? Did you hear, did you did you hear Dave Batista's comment on it? No, I didn't. Dave Batista said uh, he would love to. He cannot wait to meet her. <laughs> he never he hasn't met her yet. Oh my god, he has not met her in person yet. Um, and also, like, I can't wait to meet her because she did such a great job in the movie that I want to hug her for, like, just what she contributed. Again, this is the person that was, like, interacting with them the whole movie. Yeah. But then it, it brings one thing to perspective that, that kills me is if all this was possible, it make you go back to the, the original Schne- Zack Schneider movie. No, uh, the Josh Whedon movie. The Josh Whedon movie, yeah. The Superman upper lip. I was thinking about that. This I'm, I'm like, okay, so we can literally completely digitally redo a whole movie where this other person doesn't even exist. And make it seem flawless. I saw even, it without knowing that, and I'm just yeah. like, what? Who? Like, what? What? That person's not in the movie? And you cannot hide a weird upper lip mustache? Like, And actually, I had a discussion about that last night about the mustache thing, which was, I wonder... If that whole thing came about, really, because the uh, uh, Henry Cavill didn't want to redo those things, no, Henry, I feel like I feel like he would have done it. Be like, you know something, I don't like Josh Whedon. I don't like what he's doing in this movie. So you know something, I have so, this contract with these people. I can't shave it. So you do what you got to do. Yeah. So I think that's what it was. I, I think I don't know if it was Henry Cavill's part of it, but I think he was uh, contractual contractually obligated. obligated to not take it off because he was doing the Mission Impossible movie. No, and that's but okay. And but that's funny a, if he was like, you know what, fuck Josh Reed and I'm not taking it off. Even if he was able to, mm-hmm. like somebody could be like, you know what, whoever was making the movie is like, you can take it off, it's fine. We got most of the shots. He's like, no, you know what, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I can imagine if like he, like when nobody, when somebody discovers later on, he goes, well, you know that little part with the mustache? That was him. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't care. Like you could have fucking. You could have put a fake mustache <laughs> on him. You know, at any given time, we could have literally glued a mustache on him. But no, he said no. Can we put that in there? Like I'm not allowed to shave it. And I just like <laughs> just that would be the funniest thing in the world if he did that. So he's like, oh, I don't like. Uh, I don't like Josh Whedon. I don't like what he did with the movie. I don't like how he treats people. So I'm not making. I know he's gonna ask for reshoots. I'm not making it easy on him. Oh man, that's fucking hilarious! Like, like trying to force the hand and say, like, "Well, no, you're gonna have to come out with Zack Snyder's version." Yeah. Like, <laughs> lastly, uh-huh. is uh, all right. So here's my thing about uh, before we get into it. Yeah. Um, there's always been actors. Oh, we we've mentioned that like whenever there's an actor or someone that's coming up that's getting popular. Yeah. That they throw in your face. Like, they throw in your face. Uh, like they put in a lot of movies. Like let's say Tom Holland, okay. when Tom Holland was introduced as uh, Spider Man, mm-hmm. he was like he did Cherry. He's doing Nathan Drake. He did like two other movies. He came up with like six movies in one year. Like within two years, he did like he came out in six movies. Okay. So here's one thing that I'm like, they're really trying to make 
and because we read about it, was that um, they really? I think they're really trying to make Aaron Taylor Johnson into the ideal superhero, or he they want to make him a, a, a an established character, like comic book movie character. I mean, because he was kick ass. Then he was Quicksilver. So I'm like, you keep giving this guy roles. Unfortunately, those those kick ass two was good. I don't. I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't a long. It was good. It just wasn't a long standing um, series. series franchise to be like pushing for like three or four movies. Mm-hmm. Quicksilver, he did good, but he only had he was only there in one movie, and that's it. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that they're trying to establish him the way you're you're referencing. I feel. I, feel like I think he's already established. He's done his movies. He's done his yeah, part. Yeah, but you you think I would have given that movie because right, so I think before we do it, ahead, he's uh, been he's been confirmed as playing Craven for Sony. To build the so I'm happy and I'm disappointed Spider- at the same time. Continue. The Spider-Man Sony verse mm-hmm. that they're trying to do. So I'm I'm happy that they're doing a villain story, mm-hmm. or like because he's like an anti anti-hero in some aspects. I think he was just a villain. I think he was an anti-hero in some aspect. He's 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 a he's a hunter, but the thing is they 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 confirmed that it's Aaron Taylor Johnson as mm-hmm. as we just mentioned before he played in Kickass and he was Quicksilver in the MCU for the Avengers: Age of Ultron. Yeah, I felt like they should they could have found a better cast, a better a better leading man for that role. I I no okay so wait this is my thing if they are going to sorry if they're going to use the Craven the Russian version guy then I, I could see him he has that kind of look you know whatever he has like he the look that they they like he has him as he can be that guy I can see that however um I originally remember the storyline that somebody pitched or the idea was that it was the guy who plays uh um jungle man or something like that from Luke Cage as a uh, Wakandan like Exile, mm-hmm. and he uses what kind of technology and his his natural abilities to hunt things. Yeah, that would have been such an epic, uh, uh, you know, like version of that character. That would have been amazing. But I guess they're gonna go with the original storyline, which is him as the Russian kind of hunter. Yeah. So, and that's I could see him doing that. I could, and the thing is, you're right, but they should have established him more as a hero versus a villain. And like you said, I think he's going to be a Sony character, not necessarily a Marvel character. Well, technically, Sony uh, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home apparently is the last Sony Marvel collaboration they're doing. But I thought that all the villains are definitely Sonys. The, all the villains are definitely Sonys. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, so they already the, uh, uh, rumored also right now that just came out recently, or it's kind of confirmed. I'm still trying to get some more sources on it just to make sure that uh, William Dafoe. Is coming back as the Green Goblin, and he's going to be leading the Sinister Six for Spider-Man: No Way Home, which is going to lead into the. the I love the, I love Willem Dafoe, but I don't know. I mean, why? Like, he's going to be such an older. I mean, he's, what? He's in his sixties at this point. Yeah. Why bring him back? I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I said, I love him as an actor. It's just I don't know why would you bring him back? Well, because they're, they're going to try to tie in the Multiverse of Madness, so there's going to be different. Super villains from different. Okay, universes. that's different. If you're bringing back him as a as the original character from another universe, yeah, he's can, he's gonna be the Tommy Maguire villain. But but not I thought he Earth. died. Hmm? What he? I thought he died in Spider Man Two. So I don't know how. Is the only way they'll be able to do it is if they bring him in before he died. Like so, then they would have it would be like 
a different time timeline and the Tommy Maguire because he never died in that one. Because I mean, then again, so you can always say, well, he's from a different universe, but he's from a different universe where he didn't die or something. I don't know. Yeah, they could, they could pull that. Um, but yeah, so with that being said, they are spreading it, but they are going to expand the universe on the Sony side. Now with Carnage coming out and, I mean, Venom uh, into the Carnage or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. They, they confirmed Sp- into the into the Spider-Verse 2. Mm-hmm. My thought was that they were going to start, because they've been pushing a lot of Miles Morales. Because Sony did this Miles Morales movie mm-hmm. game for the PS5. Mm-hmm. They did Into the Spider-Verse 1. It was successful. Now they have two coming out. And I was like, I, I thought that they were going to try to separate being that they're going to have Miles Morales and they're going to kind of integrate Peter Parker's uh, Rogue of Sinister Six against Miles Morales. And then Todd Holland will continue as Spider-Man in that universe with the MCU. Well, they kind of they kind of touched on... Um... Miles Morales, as far as his uncle, yeah, which I would they they touched on it, but uh, this guy still has not done anything else. Like he hasn't become that character in the in the movies. Like he he was he was his name was there. Uh, what's his name? Um, Danny Glover. Danny Glover was in the movie, and I know he played as the actor as the the, the uncle the uncle of Miles Morales, but any for no further introduction was done, which yeah. they could have, they should have. It should be done at least in this next movie where. You see him don like he should be one of the villains that dons that suit or yeah. something, or he you interact more and then he introduces a super young, super young Miles, Miles. Morales. Yeah, yeah, maybe like like grade school. Yeah, like Probably like eight years old, nine years old. Yeah, but at least you introduce him and then you can use that actor again to further on the role in the following movie. Yeah, or at least now maybe in this one, uh, Peter Parker like. They show Peter Parker maybe later on when he's like he's in his like like mid twenties. Yeah. And then you see him interact with that guy and then Miles Morales is somewhat at the age he's about to To take the role in exactly. step, step into that to that role of, exactly. of Spider Man. But at least the end of this movie could be the beginning of Miles Morales' origin movie. Yeah. That would be great. I I think I think they do they should have a Spider Man in each universe but, respectively. But as far as our original conversation in regards to this guy being Craven, I think, I think I like the actor. I would have preferred I don't him mind, to. I don't mind the actor. I, I just pre- I prefer to have been a hero versus a villain. I can see him as a villain. I can see him as a villain. It's not that I can't see him as a villain. It's just that I, oh, you I know think what he better, better yet, I want to see him as a villain. Really? Yeah, because he was he he was getting kick ass. Quicksilver, he had his. No, I like I like him as Quicksilver. I think he was great as Quicksilver. Yeah, I I know, but I want him to go all out as a villain though. I know, and I don't think Craven's a role for that. I feel like you know he, what is? He, I think he, he, if he's gonna do another movie as a villain, I think it. W- I think I would want him to see something more, in, like more of an independent comic book movie than something Marvel or DC. I just feel like every time I've seen it, him on screen, he is likable. Yeah, like, but that's what I'm trying to say is like to be a good villain. I mean, you can't, it's not that you can't be likable, but you have to kind of be hated. And I don't think so far he's done anything where you would say like, "Damn, I hate that dude." <laughs> like you look at him like, "I want to fucking punch him in the face." That's the thing. I think that's why. That's why I prefer if he was to be more of a hero or an anti-hero like that because yeah. that would be work for him better. But to be Craven, I think he would have to be a a jerk, like a hardcore a super dick. Yeah, which I guess I guess is because who the actor is. I prefer. I would have preferred him to be a um, likable character, like a like a hero versus a villain. Um, also because it, it, like that would establish him more, but then, then again too, is he can't work for Marvel specifically yet, because with the other two people that made that crossover, 
they were working for different companies when they were in Marvel. Yeah. Um. Right. Chris Evans. Chris Evans and and um and uh, uh Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So yeah, for him to be, an, like he can't be, go back to Marvel because uh his sister is still a main staple of the new. Yeah. So if he goes Marvel. back, he he can't be. Yeah. He literally will like wait. Isn't he like it? Mm. She references him all the time in her memories and stuff like that. So it would be difficult to say like just to bring him back as a hero in Marvel specifically. But DC maybe I would love to see him as a DC hero. A DC hero. I don't know who, but definitely DC hero would be cool. Yeah, I would as the Flash. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, not the Flash. Um, but like the kid, kid Flash. Uh, what was the guy who right. uh Hawk? Hawkeye. Hawk? Not Hawkeye, no. DC was the guy who basically used to have the wings and be shirtless. Oh. Uh, Hawkman. Hawkman, maybe. What do you think? I could see that. I don't even know so much about the character, but... Oh, you know what I would love to see him as? Maybe. I don't know if it would work. He doesn't really have that kind of, like, distinguished nature of him. But who was the villain in DC that basically he was just immortal? That was his ability. He was just... he He lived since the beginning of time. And he could never die. Um, I forgot the name, but he. I would love to see that character come back to life. I don't know if this guy would be perfect for it, but I would love to see that character in DC come back. Just that super, just. Uh, he was just immortal. He was uh, Superman's villain. Oh, fuck. He was just old. Like, that's, yeah. That thing, he was just immortal. That was tra- it. I can't remember the name. Um, but anyway. Anyway, um, yeah. yeah. So well, let's, let's see. Let's, let's see how he does he it. He does in that role. So. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for this week. Sounds good to me. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening to the latest episode from my mom's garage. As always, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at from my mom's garage. At from my mom's garage. No, just from yeah, at from my mom's garage. <laughs> at from my mom's garage. Yes, you can also email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail dot com. Let us know what you think. Any movies to review, requests for questions that you want us to answer, or things we could do to. In- to improve your listening pleasures. So tune in to Thursday's episode where we'll be reviewing Cruella that's shown on Disney Plus. As always, send a friend, bring a friend, and tell a friend. See you next week. Later, people.